capacity. Checking levels. Checking levels. Checking levels checked. Levels. Let's see, you're gonna turn me up very slightly. Turn me up before you go go. Very slightly, or you'll blow out the speakers. Nice. Nice. Classic. Classic us. Yeah. And classic you, dear listener, because welcome to another episode of Road Sodas. Welcome. We're going to do the totally normal thing of have episode five of season two be the reboot where we tell another uh, structured story like we did at the beginning of season one. Uh, but it's very important to wait five episodes in of already the the meaningless divide of seasons anyway. That's already not... Damn straight. That has no value or meaning. It's not like we have a time slot on CBS. Yeah, well, uh, you know, there's there's some things that we need to get out there from our past, and uh, this is definitely one of them. I know, I know, we recorded this before, but it was it was kind of just a a masturbatory ex- experiment for us. Yeah, so this will be this will be fun to see how it goes. Since yeah, we we last discussed this probably seven or eight months ago and we didn't have mics and we didn't as much as we don't know what we're doing now we didn't even less so then if that's a sentence yeah we basically had a zoom call like that's yes that was our thing yes and so apologies in advance to like the four people we asked to listen to it uh if you decide to listen to this episode because you'll know this story already but Chances are, if you're those four people, you've already heard us repeat the same stories dozens of times in your own life. Not this story, but stories in general. And you still stick around. So I'm going to I'm gonna go out on a, a very firm, turgid limb and assume that you like us. Nice. Nice. <clears throat> and thank you. Thank you for liking us. Yeah. And if you don't like us, thanks for listening. What a weird yeah. way to not like us. Well, I mean, maybe they're doing what uh, what I do to those terrible movies that I watch, you know, <laughs> like, you know, when the title card rolls and you're just like, this isn't good. But this is bad I, from the joke. I, I got to I got to stick this one out. <laughs> I mean, isn't that the goal? Isn't that how you become a successful podcast is you have like 30 people that like you and then you need like a, another like 10,000 people who fucking hate you and just have nothing else to do and so they listen to you so that they can like leave angry comments on your shit yeah absolutely yeah so let's do more of that that's just life though let's let's get more inflammatory statements going please let's lock up to bet uh yeah yep i'm in um shit doesn't happen yeah expand gitmo ass gas and grass everyone rides for a fee (laughs) oh wow like a big, horny, classic, sexy, high fee with yep. gasoline. I get that. That one got away from me. Hey, it, it started out strong. That's all that matters. Yeah, I suppose it is. So since we're rebooting, we're going to reintroduce some segments. We're going to get we're going to get into some correspondence here, dear listener. For those of you who haven't heard one of these before, it's where James and I read a message that we sent to one another from... Probably years ago, and uh, we, we we read the one. I'm going to read the one he wrote to me, and he's going to read the one that I wrote to him. That way, we can kind of you end up hearing how the other person interpreted your your prose, and uh, for no reason whatsoever, we we would communicate 
through fairly long emails and and it would be in sort of an old timey civil war letter home type format and uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna read those and then we're gonna tell you a story from back in the day so let's see this first email is from Jimbo to myself so I'm gonna read it and this was sent uh, December twentieth two thousand fifteen so for some context this was five days before Christmas, and I believe I had just temporarily, I'd moved out to San Francisco for what at the time was a part-time, a three-month contract, and so I was going to come back to Boston to to the apartment that James was living in, which was also my apartment at that time, and uh, for Christmas, but this was, uh, this was before I'd gotten back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so the email is titled... Sunday Night Doldrums, and it goes thusly. Dearest Bernard, Fervently observing the Eagles and my fantasy teams go in opposite directions, I wonder what the alternate reality James is feeling. The rush of the Eagles cruising to victory in the hunt for a fifth consecutive Super Bowl, not giving a shit that my fantasy teams have been out of it for six weeks, or the mutant horde that recently seized City Hall. Still, maybe, that life is choice. Down now 34 to Papa Zahn, I have a nice offensive triad for Monday night versus one greasy receiver. He, I, and Guidrisan will be taken in that contest at Crossroads Tavern. I must quell my cheers for the Detroit squad as this particular establishment is a den of Cajuns. Tomorrow will mark the first reunion of the veterans of New York. I can still taste the 5 a.m. belch of pickle breath from cats consumed 14 hours before and the sweaty garbage smell of the MTA. Warms the soul. Today I saw our wayward friend, who was shaken over the death of a friend. I had already planned to do so, but I gave him my dartboard and darts, because I know he will use them. He began to ponder existence and the frailty of life, to which I could only offer thoughts on probability and randomness. His roommate offered to be my girlfriend, seeing my consolation, despite her already shaky relationship. I could only advise her against it, as it threatens my way of life. After libations, pizza, etc., and smokables, we took to Modern Warfare 3. Together, we killed 352 at a 27% accuracy. I wish them Merry Christmas from all of us, as I won't see either until after, quote, Jesus' 2015th. I hope you find a hobby apart from Amazon, because I feel obligated to give our mail courier a gift, E. coli, or Dunk's gift card, perhaps. I long for your ways and ideals. Upset over Miss Universe, me. <laughs> that one gets me every time. <laughs> the the sign off. <laughs> uh, yeah, upset over Miss Universe. And, you know, longing for your ways and ideals, pizza, etc. But you know the whole thing. Longing for your ways and ideals is you, you nailed that one. I uh, that hit that hits. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I do, I do. You know, we 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 miss we miss your your presence on the East Coast. Yeah. I'm, there's, I'm a, this... there's, a, there's a dearth of, of Ben. <laughs> yeah, and the West Coast seems to have a girth of Ben. And, <laughs> uh, yeah, see, that's 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 just fun. Uh, well, I mean, you know, there was there was a lot of sarcasm in that one. Uh, my fantasy teams were doing quite well at that point, despite being down 34, which I narrowly lost to Papa uh, mm. I think that year. Yeah, he ended up taking home the championship. But, uh, yeah, we, we watched... We watched the, I think it was uh, Saints game at a uh, Crossroads Tavern, which is which is a nice little place in uh, in Back Bay. You know, once once bars open back up, yeah, yeah that'll out. be fun. 
Yeah. It, it, it will be. But yeah, I mean, the veterans of New York, I mean, that was a great New York trip that we took. Uh, we went down to see the Jimmy V Classic um, down at Madison Square Garden, uh, saw Maryland win and saw West Virginia lose in two separate games. So it was like great outcomes all around. Uh, but yeah, Katz's nice. is, is Deli and like a really fucking punk rock sports bar, which I didn't I didn't know could exist. But like, hey, it's the Lower East Side. There's a ton of bars. So. It was oh, probably yeah. uh, it was probably actually like a really punk rock gay sports bar, like and maybe a couple other things woven in there. A, a punk rock sports gay jazz blues cigar bar. Yes, yes, exactly. You um, need to have your niche. Well, you do, you do. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, honestly, I never ever thought amazon would have their own delivery service like since writing that email you know they they just have their own trucks now uh yeah. they used to use usps ups and occasionally fedex when they were in a pinch <laughs> yeah uh back in the in the long ago yeah well i'll read your your reply which was uh which was after after the email that i sent and uh it follows thusly. My incomparable brother of Clan Shaw. Your words bring me a chortle, perhaps a hearty guffaw, which comes as a stark contrast to the gray and rainy conditions in this Bay of St. Francis. I begin to wonder if beautiful weather that they are supposed to have out in California was merely a ruse. I think often of Sunday routines and my current inability to watch the local athletics clubs play the brutish and wonderful game of football. Those who are of the year 9 and 40 have not fared well, and have been all but abandoned as tales of these raiders from across the bridge spread from lips to ear. Stories of a lithe young fellow putting the man who was one-fourth of a back into a sack five times in a single event Quite remarkable, indeed. I've had no luck finding a kind soul to pass the time with here, as everyone seems to be in their sheltered winter routine, despite the fact that it is 55 degrees. My one bastion of hope may be a running club I found, where you drink as you run, and there is a keg at the end, for the low entrance fee of a paltry $6. Surely, these men are mad, and I would have found out later this very eve but alas, last night I scattered the bones of my spine to the five winds. East, west, north, the one we keep secret, and south. And have been pounding snake oil just to comfortably get to my place of occupation. I worry for our wayward friend, and yet I don't at the same time. For I do not know a better being to comfort a compatriot than you, my dearest James. Give our men my best, and I shall see you in a week's time. Biblically and westerly yours, Warden Bernard of the Oaken Square. That was a tough one. Yeah, you could tell I had a lot of time on my hands when I wrote that. Well, you know, when when you're living in your uncle's house. Yeah, I'd been out there two weeks, and what I'd managed to do was be drunk for two weeks and kind of walk all over the city, just sort of uh, aimlessly. I would just head in a in a different direction until I found a bar, get really drunk, and then walk around more 
and then eventually decide to GPS my way home. And uh, somehow this was not attracting swaths of like-minded people. Who doesn't like to do that? I don't know. Yeah, fucking weird. But uh, that is that has likely since changed to the tune of I can comfortably say that I got like 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 two friends. Can I count Reagan? Three friends. Oh yeah, you can definitely count Reagan. Hell yeah. I mean, you took a friendship to the next level. <laughs> if anything, like my niece did call it a promotion when we yeah, got it's engaged. A, it's a friend plus. Yeah. <laughs> or a plus friend. Uh yeah. No, that one I wrote uh all over the goddamn place. Well, I did see you in a week's time. It was it was a good, you know, last last Christmas where where we were all in the apartment. Yeah. 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 And like any good last thing, we didn't realize it was the last thing. Of course. Because that always taints it. Yeah, because you try to force it. Yeah. And I did end up going to that running club. Every week for over a year, and at the end of it, I think maybe two people knew my name, and a bunch of people did not like me in the group. Not like a, not like aggressively, but they would just make like really shitty remarks to me from time to time. I mean, I went to it once, and yeah, you seemed to know uh, a guy that was a foreigner. Yes, I seemed, <laughs> and to he co- seemed awesome. Yeah, I seemed to only connect with people who were uh, not from the area when I first got out here. And uh, yeah, and that club in particular, quite quite clicky. Definitely had fun. Definitely explored the city quite a bit. Definitely got extremely drunk on Monday nights in uh, a bunch of abandoned parking lots and, you know, parks and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I can't wholly write off the experience. But yeah. as as far as seeking out friends, it was uh, it was not fruitful. Well, I mean, it is a running club, man. Well, it's a drinking club. That ran. Although the night you came, man, that was the worst possible example of that club fucking ever. It was way too long. It was cold. They fucked up where the beer was at the end. And nobody came to the bar afterwards? I don't know. Yeah. It it seemed like it it was proving itself to you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But hey, uh, they're actually our sponsor for this episode, so thank you very much, uh, stupid, stupid (laughs) running club. Got him. Got his ass. Zing. Hell yeah. And uh, now we're going to move into the main meat. Ah, the main soda. Hell yes. Drink it down. It always goes down smooth. Mm. So this one's uh, a little tale from from coming up on 13 years ago now. Good God. Yeah, the spring of 2008. Jesus. Well, two young 19-year-olds on a quest for drunkenness. Yeah. And so I went to college in Northeastern and Boston, which has this weird internship co-op thing that requires there to be like a full summer semester, which means that our spring semester gets out weeks before everybody else and our fall semester starts weeks after everybody else. And we just go. Yeah, you sh- have like a winter break or, or like an early, early spring break and then a spring break that just is after finals. Like you, you end in yeah. the middle of April just yeah. for no fucking reason. Yeah. And so because of that, I would I would come home, drop my stuff off the first two I think I think it was only two years that I didn't just stay in Boston. But uh I drop my stuff off and then I'd drive out to one of the many, many colleges in Maryland to visit 
some of my buddies who, you know, were usually in finals week or every now and then they'd be kind of, you know, maybe they got their finals done early. And we're so gearing up for that, which, which I think was, was I think you were you prepping. Could... Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So I went down to visit James and I went to, uh, the university of Maryland in college park, Maryland, which is in the, the DC area, but it was like a classic state school in like a suburban urban setting. You know, it was like the, the best of all worlds, like a lot of fucking mayhem and, and buildings everywhere. Yeah. And very different from the dinky ass town we're from. Yeah, very much so. But at the time I was living in, in a house with, with five other, we won't call them men, uh, but they were, they were adults and males. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just like ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah, just just a lot of drunk young lads, and I mean, we all had our own bedrooms, except for one of us uh, slept in a converted dining room. That's neither here nor there. Um, it turned into a bedroom very easily, according to the landlord. Nice. And in in that house, um, I I actually lived with with like some some geniuses, two of which uh, came from Baltimore. They went to high school together, but. Um, they they had one of them had a truck and and they were able to get a full size refrigerator and they they went to a homebrew store and were just like hey what do I got to do to make this kegerator and the guy was just like you need these two things and a drill basically and they were like oh awesome <laughs> <laughs> and so before i even moved in they were like don't worry we have a kegerator and i was like well we're 19. Like, how do we get kegs? And they're like, also, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Because for those of you who've never gotten a keg, it usually requires paperwork where, like, beer doesn't, but kegs do. Well, also, we were poor college kids. And they are like, deposit? Yeah. Uh, we just pay for the booze we drink. We didn't, we didn't need to return anything to get money back. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah, it's like a it's like a, a couple of nickels from the fucking bottles. But yeah, in the basement of this house, which um, which was not like a great basement. I mean, you know, you and I would hit our heads all yeah. the time in this basement. I, me- I remember uh, being hunched. Yeah. Uh, well, you had to do like a squat to to play beer pong down there for us. I mean, it yeah. was it was perfect, perfect for anybody who's like four eleven. Uh, anybody over five foot six is gonna be a little uncomfortable or uh you know just don't look up into the spider webs basically yeah but yeah uh we we fit the kegerator down there and uh man that was that was one of the blarier times of my life yeah well you know put put the liver through its paces yeah and i think at that time all the other people i'd gone to visit were still living in dorms and i was still living in a dorm so you were like the first of my friends to live in a house like like a and not just a house a like a fun house like a house you could disrespect <laughs> very much so i mean this this was a place that we did disrespect it had a great front porch that we put some couches on uh it had a pretty solid backyard that like the first month we were there we we cruised the fucking free stuff on craigslist and found a trampoline and the guy was like yeah as long as you take it out of my yard like i don't give a shit like <laughs> Oh Hell yeah. Trampolines uh, and pianos are always free on Craigslist. Yep. Yeah. Either they're too heavy to move or they've already hurt their children. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know which one's which. Yeah. But yeah, man. 
it was it was a great experience honestly you know putting bills in your name like trying to be responsible for a water bill and taking out the trash on on trash day and shit you know we we didn't we didn't always get it right but not having to hide your beer yeah yeah well, I mean, the reason we live there is because uh, some of us were, were on, like, housing probation and or kicked out of the dorms. That, that'll that be another one for yeah. for a future future guest. That's just, that's a teaser. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, guess what? In the house, we also smoked pretty heavily as well. You know, not cigarettes. We usually smoke those on the porch, but uh, smoked weed. And this was in a, a really strange time for, for Ben. Yeah, this was in like the six month period where I was fucking out there ripping doinks, dude. I was fucking, <laughs> yep, yep, fucking, but, fucking smoking but, bones to the face, my man. But only, only the good weed, only, only the headies. Yeah, but even then, like, I don't know what the fuck happened because it. Ever since then, like six, like six months later, if I got near weed, I just got like hyper paranoid. Like if I just got the, the little bit, if I got a little bit high, I'd get the fear. But well, uh, I mean, I do remember do being. Ex- I remember being extremely high. Like it's not like I would just get a little high and then not freak out. I'd get like very, very high. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, this house, you know, it was just full of couches, basically. Like that. Yeah. That was that was the entire house. Uh, well, all the common areas. We were just like, uh, there's a couch on the street. All right, bring it on. <laughs> Wait, you had, uh, d- you had, does it you, smell? All right, keep it on the porch. We'll yeah, bring I was say, the porch couch. You had in. porch couches. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, we did. I mean, sometimes they got wet, but the house faced uh, like southeast. So, I mean, we didn't get a whole lot of weather if we angled the couches in the right way. Um, but, I mean, we had a Xbox 360, I think was was our our game system in the house and it was mine uh which was amazing because my game score like shot through the roof once halo 3 (laughs) came out because basically at any point in the day somebody was playing online yeah i'm like guess what we got pretty good yeah uh but this was a time when gta 4 had just come out so this is spring spring 08 and you know, it was it was top notch. I I remember that so well. And like I revisited the game. Uh it kinda sucks compared to GTA five. Really? <laughs> the physics are all you know, if you're used to driving in one game, you're not gonna like the driving in the previous game. That's yeah. that's how it works. Yeah, I've 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 heard both sides from people just about the plot, like about which plot they prefer. Uh, I've also heard the criticism that people think GTA Five is way too long, which I disagree. I mean, video it's... games can never be way too long. Yeah, I think that's the thing. But the good thing about the open world game is that, like, hey, you can cut out from the main story at any time and just go do what you want, as long as you know what you want to do is like driving really fast and shooting pedestrians. Yeah. You can also just burn through the main storyline. You don't have to do all the side shit. You can just exactly. fucking yeah. But uh, yeah, I remember us playing Grand Theft Auto Four. Imagine a lot. the person who's like, you know, I did the main story and then I did all the side quests. Guess what? It took too much time. It's like, well, you know, at a certain <laughs> point, you check your watch and you're like, oh, I gotta go to work. Yeah, like, that's that's <laughs> when you start bitching about how long video <laughs> games take is when you have an occupation like fuck you and I'll yeah, just manage your manage your shit. Damn right. 
Damn right. Well, I mean, you know, we didn't only only play video games and and get high. You know, I, I was even before finals here, so we were kind of gearing up for finals. And I I know I had visited you in Boston. Uh, I think like that St. Patrick's Day, and. You had taken me to like a logic course and maybe one other like a physics course or something. So I figured I'd reciprocate and and I took you to one of my engineering courses. And I had to I had to like prepare you. I was like, look, man, this guy's awesome. This professor. Uh but he's he's like the biggest person you're ever going to see. He's just massive. And you know, you can warn somebody of something like that. But until they see it, you know, like there's only so much mental preparation you can do for something like that. And then you actually see it and you're like, oh, so I, I mean, I remember us sitting in like a back corner of the room and I was just like, all right, like, here, here it comes. Yeah. And uh, look, Jimbo's not being mean here. This guy was probably 6'10". So least. big, yeah. big that way, but also big the other. I mean, just a truly massive person. And, like, uh, like probably close to 400 pounds at least. Like any normal-sized doorway, he would have to duck his head but also go in sideways. Yeah. And he did not bring me to this class to show me this person and make fun of him. It was because he was a genuinely very engaging professor and it was an interesting class and we were both dor- We were and are both dorks. But um, as sort of a little side dish, yeah, it was just... It- you had to behold it. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, look, the guy knew how big he was. I mean, and he yeah. also he he also was very honest about like how bad of a student he was in college. Like, but he was also you know extremely affable and uh, and like would engage you about things. Like, I remember doing all right in his class, but used to complain that there was a Taco Bell in like the the engineering school like we had like a little food court that had like a boar's head deli place and a taco bell or a taco bell express and i remember him saying in one class like he probably just walked by the taco bell and was like god damn it can't eat can't eat this anymore because of my diabetes but uh he was bitching to the class and he was like Honestly, like, why do you kids keep eating Taco Bell? And without skipping a beat, one of the kids in the front row, this kid was amazing, but, like, without skipping a beat, he goes, it's cheaper than stool softener. Damn. <laughs> he's, he's, he's just like, well, you got me there. <laughs> That's not bad for a kid. I know. Uh, well, we had we had some witty kids. I mean, I remember another kid in this class. Um, so this this teacher used to drink a lot of soda, like, like at least a two liter, like every class, like, and he was a professor where, where, you know, sometimes, sometimes we would raise our hands and, and, and weigh in on shit. But like, honestly, he would bring a full diet Mountain Dew two liter and be finished by the time the 45 minute class was over. It was insane. Damn. It it was absolutely insane. Every now and then he'd have like a couple of cans of Diet Coke or something, you know? Yeah. And so there was a kid who was in a frat and he was like, hey, you want to see a trick? You know, this is like the end of class. And like the teacher was really cool. You know, he would let us dick around every now and then, you know, we let the stool softener thing go. And he would swear and, and talk about, you know, all kinds of things. But 
the kid ended up removing the top of the Diet Coke can with his teeth. Damn. And the teacher was like, ah, must be fun to be in a frat. (laughs) (laughs) That rules. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was all the the learning that, that we did that week. Or the end of that week. I dicked around on AutoCAD, I think. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, what was it? The the um, heavy metal episode of South Park had come out. Yeah. And so I, I had to do something for this class. I think it was mechanics. But, like, I had to do something in the CAD lab. And guess what? Like, when you have to badge in somewhere in a college, if the door opens, it's whoever's behind you gets in. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not. So you just got access to I, f- I forget it, what it was it might have been pro engineer pro e inventor um, i think i think yeah, it was audit, yeah, audit but, inventor yeah but so so i was doing you know something in cad you know for like a project or some sort of homework you know designing something designing some 3d drawings and ben's over there writing the word <laughs> boobage b e w b a g e in like <laughs> You know, really, really nice, nice CAD 3D rendered letters. <laughs> yeah. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> In high school, I once made a chess set at, uh, where all the pieces were genitals. And uh, and I, I even coded in so you could move the, the pieces around. It was pretty fun. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'd get bored and weird on CAD from time to time. You know, we don't we don't do it enough anymore. No. Yeah. But uh Oh, so you make a good point about me coming into the computer lab. Uh, we didn't really mention this. The, the class that James took me to was not big, and that's how cool this professor was, was that there's just me, just a, yeah. a smaller but still large man, just in, oh, boy, in class. And he was just like, well, fucking whatever. I don't care. Like, what am I going to do? Mention this? What the f- <laughs> He was like, it's the end of the semester. Honestly, if you haven't come to the class until now and you pass the final, like, good for you. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised you're still trying. There's 15 kids in this class and none of them is that guy. So I don't care. He's going to come bill me or something. Dude, I had some I had some excuses holstered just in case, but I knew he was a cool guy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, But I mean, like the... One of our, you know, main goals for this one, and and I had I had done this a couple of times. I had I had been to an adult bar. We wanted we wanted to get Ben into a bar. I'd never been to a bar. Yeah, so I mean, you saw your first kegerator. You know, you played GTA Four. You you were clearly bored after like a day and a half with me. So fuck so, you. So, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So what do we do? You know, got to go out and. Uh, sorry, but I hope this name doesn't get edited out because, uh, because Scott Van Pelt says it all the time. Uh, RJ Bentley's was our target because, uh, yeah. I played rugby at the time and we always went there. Like that was, that was just a thing. And we exploited a security loophole, which, you know, I, I don't want to toot my own horn here, but uh, I'm I'm all right with with uh, exploiting security loopholes in some establishments. Yeah, this one had like they wanted to be like an old garage, uh, and they had like an outer patio that was still enclosed, but they had like these nice garage windows that they could roll up when it, when the weather was nice, like it was now. 
and there was a bouncer that would would you know kind of kind of sit before you got into the actual restaurant bar area and then once the clock struck 9 that bouncer would move to the sidewalk outside and check IDs so what you do is you ask for a seat in that outdoor patio area in the 8 o'clock hour. You order some nachos because you're a cheap piece of shit. And you can only afford really the, the $5 nachos with a $1 tip. Yep. And then, then you go into the bar because the security has moved the checkpoint past you. Yeah, instead of you sneaking past the bouncer, the bouncer <laughs> has brazenly snuck past you. <laughs> Which sounds oh. like a Yakov Mirnov setup. But it's just what happened. Yeah. I mean, well, we used to do a thing where just, you know, you'd go in to the bar at like seven uh, and just hang out and, you know, maybe order an app or whatever. But like you clearly weren't of age and yeah. then and then just wait them out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, you we were patient and poor. But just in case this failed, uh, one of your one of your fellow rugby players had outfitted me. With my first ever fake ID. And when I say fake ID, it was a real ID of that guy. He just gave it to me. In it case just wasn't it. you. <laughs> and now, uh, for the listener, uh, at the time, I was 6'3", probably 220, brown hair with dreadlocks and huge mutton chops. And the ID that was given to me, I think, I was probably like 5'8", five, 5'10", five, blonde, thin guy, uh, no beard. It was just like we need something with the right numbers. Yeah, and I was. This one has the right numbers. We shared the fact that we were both Caucasian men. That was literally that was it. No oh. other matching attributes. Hey, it's a good Venn diagram. Yeah. So luckily, uh, that was not needed, and uh, not only did I get to go to my first bar, but I believe it was like twenty-five cent rail night. I don't know if it was that cheap, because uh, that w- that would have been criminal. It was insanely cheap I, it might have been dollar 25 then because i remember a lot of quarters being involved yeah where and, and it was sort of like it was sort of like the roundup is it is, is an acceptable tip so yeah. 75 cents on a dollar 25 drink i think that's fine normally i would say tip more but that's okay and we didn't have the money for it exactly well i mean at a certain point of drinking all that rail uh you just get tired of all the quarters and you're just like keep them for the yeah. love of God, fucking keep them. I also feel I, I should don't, point out. I don't care. I also feel I should point out that I guess rail is a pretty regional term. Uh, most other places call them well drinks. I've or, heard that, yeah. Or something like this. Um, Bottom shelf? Is that rail, rail uh, of course, being another term for a line of uh, co- cocaine. Co- cocaine. Am I pronouncing this right? Is it a... Yeah, yeah. Mm, it's a, it's a softy. Cocaine. And uh, if you want to get down and so seeing seeing a (laughs) so seeing a Maryland bar sign may confuse, you know, the out of state person that they're just openly selling cheap rails. But it's because the uh, bottle of booze would be at the front of the bottom where the rail is, whereas well drinks get their name. Because you have to reach down for him. I don't know. Oh, maybe it's that thing where the bartender's like he's got bad knees or like a bad back and say like. Can I have a fucking just a like a well rum and coke? And he goes, Ugh. well, and then he bends down and picks it up. Maybe it's that like you kind of got to prep yourself to to bend over. 
I mean, the fact that the name of the type or the the stature of the liquor is based on the decrepitude of of the bartender. Yeah, that's why everywhere in Maryland you ask for top shelf booze, but everywhere else you walk into a bar and go, "Hey, let me get some of that." Oh, god damn it, for real liquor. <laughs> uh, let me get shelf. a. Dust off that bottle of scotch that's up on the, where's the fucking ladder shelf? Well, I mean, I always remember having a good time at R.J. Bentley's. I mean, I I didn't get in too many fights there. I think I only threw up there like five or ten times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a delightful establishment. I feel like I remember it being sort of 50s diner-esque, like sort of a Happy Days-esque themed, perhaps. Uh, I think that's just because, you know, we're remembering it wistfully. Yeah, we are. <laughs> I do remember a guy bumped into me very hard and knocked the drink out of my hand that was, like, pretty close to brand new. And he was just like, I am so sorry. Let me get you another. And again, it cost him, like, two bucks. But he was, like, aggressively like, oh, my God, we need we need a crash cart stat. Like, yeah. we got to get this guy another whatever that was because he's only hammered and we need to go past that yeah he is hammered and drinkless please yes <laughs> please get this man a drink and clearly 21 years of age or older clearly i mean you could you could pull 21 oh, with the with the dreads and the mutton chops me me when i shaved it was like hey, what are you 16 <laughs> jesus yeah i do disguise my my age with as much hair as possible it's, and, uh, it's good i mean i i dropped 15 yeah, you're a lithe young man, even now. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you. I mean, I you know, there's there's a lot of cheeky shit that I could tell you about this bar, but but I'll I'll save that for another episode. Except for one. I remember one of my rugby friends used to, you know, some people just like to spit. Not not like dip. Uh they just, you know, it gets wet in their mouth and they spit. Some people do it in a trash can. Some people do it in a cup. This guy just did it in, like, one of the corners of the back bar. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> quite a respectful move. Yeah, that's a that's a hard dick move right there. <laughs> yeah. And I love this guy. I believe I've met this guy, right? Sure. I You know, it's, like I said, very blurry time. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean... The night had to end eventually, yeah. uh, and we walked probably, I think it was like four blocks back to my place, because, you know, you go out of Bentley's, you make a right, you make a right on Knox Ave, and yeah. uh, sure enough, you hit Rhode Island Avenue, and I was I was like just over that. But what if you take that second right, and then you uh, go down, uh, I'm eating food, by the way. <laughs> I know um, you are. I had some wings. Now I'm into uh. Now you're into the celery part of the wing order. Well, celery, but I also I'd had this before the pod as well, and I wanted to mix it up from the usual wing dip. So I brought some some uh, almond butter, and I'm wow. doing, I've been I, I cleaning cleaning the jar out. Nice. The, uh, <laughs> wow, that is clean. Ah, thanks. I did pretty good on the sides, but you can't see because of the sticker. But you'll just have to trust me. I do trust you. That's glue lines in there that you're seeing. That's that is a smooth peanut butter or almond butterless wall. Look, man, if there was anybody that would get all of the almond butter and or peanut butter out of a jar, other than Matt, our previous guest, I I would say it's you. 
Look, I'll go to the mat on some nut butter. I got to get it out of there. I got to save it. Yeah. You know, not stalling or anything, but that next street might be Guilford. <laughs> That's when uh, this was a, a grandma you like to fuck or die. Is it Guilford? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> nice. Nice. I mean, I'm yeah. doing that thing that you hate. Where you use two letters in the acronym as the word, but whatever. Eh, shit happens, man. But yeah, we uh, we got extremely drunk, walked extremely drunk home, and then probably played more Grand Theft Auto 4. Watched, yeah. uh, what would we have been watching? Maybe Jackass the movie? Let's see, it was 2008. Um, not yeah. to go back to The Wire, but like by roommates from Baltimore, we're all about that. And I think season five had just kind of ramped down. But like yep. we did have HBO specifically for that reason. And so basically whatever was happening on HBO, we were watching. So like Rome, all right, all over it. Yeah. Uh, Generation Kill, yep, on it. <laughs> yeah, it was like when you first go to one of those motels back when they would say we got heating, air conditioning, and HBO. It's like what? I don't care what's on. I'm watching HBO. Yeah, like, I have to. I, I simply must. I love everything that's on Comedy Central, but uh, but HBO, here we come. Let's see if we can see one of them uh, alleged nudie films they talk about from time to time. <laughs> and sure enough, it plays like Contact four times in one day. You're like, Jesus. All right, I'll watch it one more time, but like not <laughs> twice. But yeah, woke up the next day feeling probably like a million bucks because you're invincible when you're 19. Damn right. And uh, we'll call it over to, Saturday. We'll, we'll yeah. say it was a Saturday. Sounds sounds right. And we yeah. went over to one of Jimbo's buddies' house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, it was a lot of my buddies' houses. We I, didn't I, know anybody that lived by themselves at that point. Pretty much, yeah. But, I mean, you know, of, of all the other places to go, I mean, this one was another top-notch place off of on the other side of campus, uh, on, on Metzerat road. And my buddies, you know, they, they had a lot more common areas, um, but also played like a lot more like less pong based drinking games. Mm. I think they were Kingsman. Yeah. Yeah. The the type of game where you have a, a canned beer in the middle, middle of a deck of cards and, and you're shoving cards underneath this tab until eventually it cracks and you have to try it. Oh man. I just won a beer. It's like, actually, you lost the game. It's like, uh, I just got another beer, so I think I won. Yeah, and it's pretty warm from being out, and it's still, it was, I didn't have to get up to get it, so still group net friends, positive. Man, yeah, like, an extra beer, really, really, like, forcing somebody to drink is not a penalty. Especially, when you're not, when you're not yet 21, beer is such a commodity so it's that kind of thing where you were just like, I got nine uh, warm beers that are like, the cans are sun bleached. Um, I'm going to put them in the hood. My, my hoodie's already stuffed full of the other beer that we have, but I found these in a gutter. So I'm going to put them in the hood of my hoodie. And uh, we're just going to load up my pants with a bottle of vodka. And we're just going to. Yeah, you're just a conquistador just hoarding <laughs> fucking beer. Like. <laughs> Yeah, and you just you look over at your friends, and they're all bulky and odd, oddly sized as well, because they're doing the same. And you would just walk from party to party, and basically like doing some of that like weird weight training people do, where they weigh they wear the the lead vests and arm things. Good for them. I mean, why not? You know how I uh, I do my weight training is I just make my limbs weigh more by drinking. 
I've heard of that. I've heard of that. that's that's a uh, tried and true method. Yeah. Guess what? You get stronger when you're heavier, or or you get weaker because you stop moving. Yeah. Yeah. I remember over this place. Yeah, we played we played kings. We probably did some grilling. I remember somebody there like was a was a house painter or or like they all were or something or they just started a side business doing that and I was so jealous of the way they did it sounded it sounded amazing. I know for a fact that that wasn't an amazing job, but like yeah, the the, the guy I th- I think the company um specifically tar- targeted college kids and yeah. It's the type of business where you just go door to door for people and it's just like, hey, can I paint the rooms in your house? Would you like a free estimate? <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> sounded horrible. Uh, but when you're 19, you're like, wait, they'll just pay you to make a mess and then you have beer money? Like, <laughs> yep. It's a low bar to clear. Exactly. I mean, but they uh, they had like a tree in their yard that they were like, eh, I don't like that so much. Yeah. And uh, I'm not entirely sure how this like when this period started, but I would just, if I was told that there was an unwanted tree or if I decided there was one that I encountered, I would uh, attack it with everything, with everything that I had until it was down. And usually I had no tools at all. And so that really limited the size of tree that I could threaten. Still, I mean, like this wasn't uh, like a a tree, like a tree in the classical sense. This, this was, this was, like a, a shrub that had just gotten way, way, way out of hand. And, and yeah. it, you know, it, it was just like 28, uh, like splintery, like <laughs> wrist width spokes coming out of like a, a root ball, probably. Yeah. And really big thorns and really thick foliage to try to get in. And that's just how I spent the rest of the afternoon, evening, and night was just destroying both that tree and myself. Yeah, I mean, you know, they were they were fine. Like this was a nice, warm time in the Maryland spring. You know, it's not unbearably hot, uh, so you can you can go outside, you know, in the nice evening and and have a fire. And and they always did that. You know, we were always burning thirty rack boxes and shit. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean. Hell, you need wood for the fire, right? Yeah, and uh, I provided it fresh, along with a bunch of very small, stinging wounds. Ah. Well, all in all, I would say that was one of the more successful trips you've ever taken. But (laughs) I don't know all the trips you've taken. That's a very bold claim to make, Uh, but I don't think it's wrong. Uh, That was a big success. Checked off a lot of big boxes there. I was glad you were able to. Vi- I mean, I know you visited me a couple more times in college, but that one, that one was was definitely the best. Yeah, that was that was a very memorable time, and not memorable for certain parts of it, but in a good yeah. way. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, when you're having fun, you can't remember everything. Also, this was fucking 13 years ago, so a lot of what I don't remember is for completely just boring, normal reasons. I mean, I probably put down, yeah, like. You know, over ten thousand beers since then. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but you got that powertrain warranty though, so that's that's true. That's true. But uh, you know, it, it's one of those year or mileage. Oh no! Comes first. Oh no! <laughs> Don't worry, clock's ticking. Well, you got the undercoat, so 
So that's good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those were good times. Well, I mean, you know, to go back, to go back to be under 21 and, and remember like how desperate we were for booze. And then past 21, we were just like, eh. This is fine. I mean, I mean, we still, we still love beer. We still love beer, whiskey, drinking, like the whole thing. But I mean, like how desperate to get drunk we were. We couldn't yeah. just, just hang out with the kegerator in my house. We had to go to a fucking bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's literally downstairs and easily accessible. Please, that's filled with Yingling Premium. <laughs> <laughs> Currently our favorite beer, or at least highest consumed. Favorite's tough. No, no. Uh, Yingling Premium, it's a different thing than Yingling oh. Lager. Yeah. Well, so Yingling Lager, the kegs were 70, and Yingling Premium, the kegs were 50, which was the same as natural. Okay, so it's, I didn't know Yingling did that. That rules. Yingling Premium was, yeah, like the the, the shit beer. I didn't, I've never seen Yingling Premium in, in cans or bottles anywhere else other than college towns. Nice. That rules. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that existed. That's exciting. It may not anymore. I mean, that could be just a time and place, like when Yingling sold uh, ice cream during Prohibition. But, <sighs> hey. Remember when we got into that boxer and boxer ice phase? Well, they sold 36 packs. Yeah. You get six extra beers. Dear listener, beer is expensive in Boston and Massachusetts in general just because of the taxes they have. And I and I don't mean that's just at bars, like in, in the beer stores as well. And this fucking, this new product hit the shelf out of, I think, Milwaukee? Yeah, it, well, it was definitely Wisconsin. Yeah. And it had on it union made. Like it was, it was playing its hand yeah. right off the bat. Real like, big. Hey, you get six extra beers in a in a 36 pack but also every one of them has printed on it union made yeah it was 20 bucks for a 36 pack so you know less than 70 75 cents a beer and uh it really tasted that way and then they did boxer ice which was the exact same situation but one or two percent alcohol percentages higher yeah imagine like you know the the keystone that you had fermenting underneath of the radiator <laughs> And then add just like a splash of of uh, rancid franzia to that. That was boxed rice, and I fucking yeah. loved it. Only multiply that there, add thirty five more of them, and uh, you have one box, one serving of, of boxer ice. Yeah. Well, the good thing about that beer is like people would have one and then not have another. So it was like, I know I'm getting <laughs> at least like 34 beers here. Yeah. You could show up to the party and we were like, oh, cool, a new beer. And you, how generous of you to bring so many. And then it's just like, all right. Yeah. This is awful. Yeah. Please pretend like you're going to have any of this. And this isn't just for <laughs> me and my large friend here. <laughs> uh, classic move. Yeah. But uh, I think it's going to do it for the main soda. Well, it was it was a good soda. It was nice dusting off an old format. We got we got a bunch more stories left. We just sort of, I don't know, felt like just chatting. You know, sometimes you got to talk about movies, man. Sometimes you just got to not have a format. Yeah. And and we did that. Yeah, considering that we made the decision to do the story uh, a few hours ago. You know, maybe we'll continue to sort of play it fast and loose, you know? who's Who can say? I agree. I I. Who can say? Yeah. 
And uh, to future us, I guess this is coming out uh, right around inauguration time, and hopefully everything stays chill. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. hopefully everyone's a, a real a real chill bloke, as they say over there in D.C. is the parlance of that of of the Mid Atlantic. And uh, yeah, I hope everything's just okay. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Here's to uh, another another you know six days of of the year. Yeah. Hey, 2021, you've proven to be pretty weird. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. We're less than a weird. Uh, uh, we're less than a week in, and it has been uh, a, a tumultuous six days. Quite honestly, I thought the worst thing that was going to happen this week was that the Eagles tanked. <laughs> Boy, seriously. <laughs> Boy, was that was that bar reached multiple times over? Oh man. And now uh, you got Trebek's last episode on Friday. Ooh, oh, my tough God. Week. Oh, my God. Yeah. Eagles and Trebek. And nothing else. Nope. Nothing else happened today at all, which is going to bring us right into at least one segment. We'll decide after if there's going to be another, but we're going to get into the Vanity Plate of the Week. Vanity Plate of the Week. Vanity Plate of the Week. Right. I have a text message from... Uh, one Benjamin Warden, and uh, says having trouble getting. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So this is this is one of them Audis, or not not, not Audis. This is one of the Mini Coopers that has like the the um, Union Jack fucking headlight or rear lights. Yeah. So it's a real real nice touch. Which is an out. It's all. Everything on a mini's customizable, so that was a conscious decision to put uh, the British flag on your taillights, which yep. I mean, okay, I guess. And uh, and our and our lice, our vanity plate is uh, is UTD space PRN. Yep. So I saw United Porn, and I was just like, finally, we've got a nice a nice we've unionized the sex workers. Yep. I thought it was United Prawn, you know, because they like to call shrimp prawns over there. Now, who's do you think is more likely to team up with the Longshoremen? Is that going to be United Porn or United Prawn? Because they both have vested interest in Ooh. Longshoremen or uh, Don- now Dongshoremen. They're going United Ooh. Porn. How about this? Untitled Porn. Ooh. It just, it just didn't have the letters. Ooh. Would you call that a jerk in progress? Ooh. Now that's fun. <laughs> you know when you when you're cruising the website when it's real late at night and it just has the ellipsis and you're like that can't be the title of the video. <laughs> this video is just untitled. They want to catch you with the you know the preview. Yeah, that way if you like it, it's really hard to search for later. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there, folks. We've all been there. Don't be shy about uh either it, it, t- find a post-it note. Write down that URL. Treat yourself. So when you find a URL that you like, but there's no great way to Google and or search for that, you write it down on a post-it note. You don't you don't control D or control C. Look, the whole thing I'm doing is trying to control my damn D. That's why I'm on the <laughs> oh, site in the first yeah. place. Yes. Yes. Oh man. Yeah, that that D. Then you can control the C, man. <laughs> That's why you control the D, so you can control the C. <laughs> yes. Uh, sorry. 
Sorry for our aged listeners who don't understand hotkeys. Basically, Dad, I'm I'm sorry you don't know what copy and bookmark are in hotkeys. <laughs> we will learn them. We will learn them the ways of the control D and how to control one's D and the control C and how to control one's C. We'll teach them. We'll teach them what they need to know. The letters, the buttons, the numbers, the terms. For we, we are the folks who do know. We are the ones who decide who D's where and who C's and who P's where and how far downhill it really goes. And we'll see how much of this I keep in. I'll alt your tab. F5 is refresh. Thanks. Sometimes it's function F5. Yeah, depends on the computer. Hey, I gotta say, real quick, fuck Lenovo. You switch the function and the control. That's not cool. I don't like that. Yeah, it sucks shit. Yeah. Alt F4 will terminate whatever program you have open. Yeah. Yeah, it will. Yeah, I'm just gonna throw these fun facts in. That's our new segment, Hotkeys. (laughs) For people who still use keyboards... Yeah, get on the get into this is coming out three weeks and two weeks in the future, so we should have fucking you know brain brain typers by then, some sort of smart uh, brain device. Elon Musk is gonna get us all squared away with the new super affordable. Like it's gonna be super affordable, like everything else that he does, and uh, it's gonna change the world. And he's a cool man. Yeah. He's he's gonna take our problems into space finally. Yeah. Finally, we're gonna be able to storm the capital on the moon. <sighs> and like that, we're back to reality. <laughs> and on that note, I think we're gonna conclude this week's tremendous episode. I hope it was good for you guys. Yeah. It was it's fun for us. Thank you, Jimbo, uh, for writing in years ago. Thank you, me, uh, also for writing in years ago. If you'd like to hear something you wrote read by one of us uh write in to roadsodaspod at gmail.com make it really hard to read write it old timey write it super new timey uh write it in a in a different language try to stump us that way do whatever the fuck you want we'll take a crack at it yeah we won't put it into google translate and read exactly what google translate dude 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 (laughs) we're sponsored by bing oh yeah sorry we won't Sorry. put it into Bing Translate. We won't put it into Jeeves yeah. Translate. Now, the way to get to Bing Translate is you type Google Translate into Bing. Wow. <laughs> RoadSodasPod at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at RoadSodasPod at Instagram.penis. And you'll see we post the vanity plates and other related fucking shit. And occasionally just yeah. dumb photos of us as kids. Yeah. Very embarrassing photos of us from our past. Yeah, because it's sort of that border of, like, damn and aw. Yeah, we're about that action. And and not not damn, but damn, kind of. It's a subtle but important distinction, and I hope it comes through. I'm doing a lot with my face right now, and it's not yeah. because I'm high. <laughs> Good for you. Thanks, Chief. Um, speaking of being high, you can quietly hear my dishwasher being done beeping and that's great oh nice but speaking and that of, signals us speaking for... of being speaking to being high there's a uh a sublime lyric that uh now this is sublime used to just be not with rome in the pre-rome days they were the same and the songs were the same and they, they would write about uh 
a whole sort of range of ways to smoke weed and locate in locales they covered a to z on uh getting high in long beach california everything about getting high and skateboarding in long beach california and eating mexican food that that whole thing was covered and sometimes these, these lyrics they'd hit upon a universal truth within that very large niche they'd carved out for themselves and that universal truth would ring out strike a chord in certain people's brains and Jimbo was one of those guys, and he uh, has long talked about getting this tattooed on one of his more sensitive areas. It's, it's that classic tattoo-length saying by Sublime that we all know. And let's go ahead and hear that saying, Jimbo, take us home with these words of kind wisdom and the mantra for the week. Let's hear it, Jimbo, go. <coughs> Beautiful. And as we say every week, go fuck yourself. God fuck us, everyone.